Lady Victim Radio, live with your host, Casey Blade. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, hello, everybody. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and I am super excited, as always, about tonight's topic. I think it's going to be a good one. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. We have the great Santiago in the building. Please say hello. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know why you're really excited. It's because I'm back. I'm here. Anyway, (laughs) hey, everyone. (laughs) Welcome and what's up and what's up to my brother and sister and also I hope everybody out there is being safe and cautious with with uh everything that's going on uh with the corona. Uh but let's enjoy this show and uh enjoy this time with each other. Absolutely. We have Mr. Beloved is in the building. Please say hello. Yes. I was so happy to be here. So happy to have Santiago back. Um, you, I'm sir. looking forward to tonight's show, and let's get it going. So. Absolutely. So tonight we're going to be talking about something that you know most everybody has heard of so far. Um, it's been floating around the internet. It's been on local media stations. It's been on international um, television. Um, it's kind of a little wide. And I think it's one of the main topics, um, or will be one of the main topics brought up in in some of the election talk, right? It's gender reassignment. So uh, is surgery and hormone therapy going too far with preteens? I've never in my lifetime thought that this would be a conversation that I personally would be be having, Um, but it's a very real very real. It's very a uh, very real topic in today's time. Wow. So pretty much, if you haven't heard, Dwayne Wade um, and his wife Gabrielle Union, they have a a child who was born male. His name was Diane Wade. Um, at the age of twelve years old, he came as you know D Wade said. He basically came out and said he is gay, and also that he believes um, himself to be a girl, and that he would like to do, or at least from what I'm gathering, is that gender reassignment, he would like, you know, gender reassignment, which basically, if you haven't heard, gender reassignment basically would be you'd get surgically um, turned into the opposite sex of which you were born. I have so much to say about this, about this um, topic. I want to lead in before I pass the mic to any of you on first stating that I am not opposed to or against uh, Dwayne Wade and or Gabrielle Union supporting their child. I need to make sure, because every time I have this conversation or bring up the topic, I've always been a little bit on the fence, Right. But then I started to say, okay, you know, it's their kid. They can pretty much do what they want, how they want to, because it's their child. I don't have to raise their child. I don't have to feed that child. 
uh, nothing, clothe that child, anything. I don't have to worry about its emotional well-being. I don't see anything wrong with a parent embracing their child coming out to them, right, and, and, and giving the child the freedom enough to be able to express themselves and, and, and tell their parents who they believe themselves to be, right? That part I have no qualms about. That's not the issue for me. Um, personally, I feel like the bigger issue is why we are allowing the possibility of introducing such a thing as permanent as a gender reassignment um, on preteens, on adolescents, on, on kids who believe that they are, you know, they believe one thing. You know, if you believe that you're you're gay or you're, you're you say that you're gay, that's fine, right? You know, I, I don't, I'm not against that. However, why are they allowed to make such permanent life choices as early as a preteen? You're not even, how many kids? How many I've been guilty of this? Play instruments. I wanted to play to to be things career wise and change my mind as I've gotten older. So, for so what's my the age? Opinion, mm-hmm. What's the age they should be able to do this? I mean, the child has a you well, know, the child old or enough to pay for the yourself. preteen has that's a brain. That's your that? age. The age range is when you are old enough to make those choices for yourself. I am a firm believer, just like, you know, with any, if my children say to me, come to me and say, hey, I want a car, you know, no problem. I have no problems right. with you getting a car. However, guess what? I'm not going to be the, the sole provider of paying for a car for you. Um, I would rather produce responsibility inside of you by saying no problem. That's what you want to do, you know, by all means. However, work toward obtaining that yourself. You'll appreciate it better. And that's facts. Um, anytime we give our children anything, um, they have a tendency not to appreciate the things that are given to them. But when they work hard for those things, they value it a little bit better. So if gender reassignment is what you want, let's work towards you accomplishing that goal, if that's the goal, push that goal by saving up your own funds to do such a thing. So I think 12-year-olds, 12-year-olds are not equipped to make the decision to, to – to say I want gender reassignment, right, and then have a parent agree on that and then go as far as to start Mm -hmm. providing hormone therapy and discussions of surgery on a preteen. I don't think it's – I don't even think that's right. I don't think it's right at all, actually. So I'm going to pass the mic. I don't know which of you want to go first. I'm going to toss it. I'll do it tomorrow. All right, I just – I, I just want to kind of piggyback off of that. I want to. I just want to pick your brain yes, on sir. it, and uh, and then and beloved can comment on what uh, um, I'm I'm questioning, asking uh, KC. Now you yes, say sir. twelve, and I'm just trying to wrap my mind around it, but also to us have a conversation that's not, you know, where people are trying to guess who are you speaking of. So when you're you're talking about a twelve year old, okay, you said twelve. I cannot afford it or not pay for it, but their interest is to do that. Are yes. you saying there's an age that you would be comfortable with this person or this child or this preteen or, you know, when, when you say that, I, I'm trying to figure out and, and understand what you think. I think anybody should be comfortable to come to their parent at any age and say, oh. this is what my thoughts are. This is what I'm thinking of. Okay. This is what I feel. 
you you should at any age you should be comfortable in coming to your parents to be able to discuss right, right, true. at any age. I am referring to the actual act of getting things started. Now let me make it clear. I already know that there's never been any talk from Dwayne Wade or his um wife, Gabrielle Union, about about their child starting the process of any surgery or but I I have right. heard of and I've seen documentaries and things like that where it has been introduced and parents have started hormone therapy for teenage for a preteen as young as 12. So because this was a topic and everybody has got it convoluted and I think it was Lil Boozy or whoever who commented on him actually having the surgery done, then it made it like they were saying that that their child wants to have surgery. I'm not implying that. Um, I'm not saying that that was even discussed. I am bringing them up because they appear to be um, the new spokespeople for this trend because people are misconstruing, because people are in a space of misunderstanding, then it, it, it's being, the topic is being raised, right? So that's yes. what I'm gotcha. speaking to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, basically, I think that just as what she just stated, I think that, you know, a lot of people are not going to agree with me, but I believe that politics plays a part in this whole thing. You know, um, uh, to me, um, from what I'm looking at a, a different standpoint, it was stated that Wade has children also from a previous marriage, okay, which uh, include, includes a daughter that's also a, a, a surrogate from 2018, and that um, – this particular one that's reaching out as being transgender was assigned uh, being a male, uh, which he elaborated on in an interview. Um, uh, he explained that the child was born male and was once called Zion and now wants to be called Zaya. Now, allegedly, this person is a preteen, okay? And this preteen initiated a conversation with her parents, with his parents, her parents. She, she wants to be called her, so I'm going to respect that. It will say her. We're in... Uh, she explained, quote, unquote, hey, so, now this is, quote, unquote, hey, so I want to talk to you guys. I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. I want to be referenced as she and her. I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. Now, of course, that's, unquote, of course, to which Wade himself, without a second thought, seemingly, allegedly, thought and retorted to this quote unquote now you are a leader and this is our opportunity to allow you to be a voice right now it's through us because she's 12 years old but eventually it will be through her quote unquote to me I just I have I have I have astronomical problems with it only if we're talking about my household that is Dwayne Wade, and that is, you know, him dealing with his, uh, you know, particular issue at his home the way that he sees fit. Um, I have a problem with it if it's my son or daughter coming to me because uh, I feel that they don't have even enough life experience to have an authentic uh, decision-making process wherein that's going to really help their cause. Uh, there's some confusion. There's something going on that they might not understand. Uh, the body, the human body itself is very 
uh, complex and scientific. There are things that we still try to figure out as adults that we don't get right, much less we're talking about a person, an individual that is a pre-teenager, pre-pubescent. It just, to me, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, but I, again, I say it's not my child. So, uh, right. again, I might pose the question, why, why would it be my concern? Other than if I'm just heavy, heavy laden into celebrityism, and I look at these people as to be, you know, uh, people that are supposed to set examples for me, and I'm supposed to live by their causes, and okay, then I could see it. I might be disappointed. Oh, he's setting a bad example. But if I don't really, you know, base uh, my foundation in my household like that, I really could care less. That's Dwayne Wade's problem and Gabrielle Union's problem, and, and that's the way they chose to deal with it. What, what am I going to get all up in a funk about? What am I, I going to be, uh, uh, you know, wh- why am I out of sorts about it? That's their choice. That's, that's the way I feel about it. Well, right. Really quickly. I, I think that uh, – Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, I think that uh, a lot of people are um, opinionated about it because of who we're talking about. Now, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of kids out there that have no access to the means if they want this at a very early age. But you have two parents, uh, Miss Union and Dwayne Wade, who obviously mm-hmm. have capability, of course, and the resources to get this done for their child who they love and they respect this, you know, their decision and it appears that I saw the same interview you're talking about on uh, Alan DeGeneres um, that mm. they're supporting it so are they making the decision is probably the question is, you know, to make that transformation transition into uh, make uh, being a woman, and when are they making is the question. Um, mm. I think I'm. I, I think I'm. A, I'm a little leaning uh, towards both of you. Uh, to somewhat, both I understand where both of you are coming from. But my whole thing is, is the question is when is this preteen or this young, young uh, person going to be able to make that transition? Is the question that everybody wants to wants answered and of course if you don't have the means for certain things to get certain things done you're not going to be able to do it until you may be on your own working or you're doing something to provide that income to start the the process i think mm-hmm. where a lot of uh eyes are open is we have you know basically two millionaires parents right that are right. already okay with it and everybody running, saying, oh, because they're already, okay, we're okay, you know, we understand, we're just going to, you know, support our child. And everybody okay. thinks that this 12-year-old, I don't, I don't know, they're 12-year-olds, they're still 12? Is that they're still 12? I, I believe, yeah. I believe, okay. Yeah. So, you know, people are saying, well, if you're a 12-year-old and you're saying, okay, yeah, it's like KC used the example of a car because mm-hmm. there is, you can't drive to your 17 at the minimum, 18 in most places, that you're not, you can ask for a car all you want to, you're blue in the face, and we can have trillions. You're not going to get mm-hmm. that car. So, right. you know, if you get the car, you're going to drive in the backyard if we got a big, big old house or something. But this is different in the sense that this, are, are they making that decision? It's the, I think people 
are jumping the gun thinking that just because they're supporting it and those out there that are supporting their child and understanding and saying, listen, okay, we got you, they're wondering if that means that they're giving them the green light or, one, the other uh, aspect of it is it's not just giving them the green light, but are they giving them the financial capability and support to get these things done? But we don't know that answer. But see, here's why it's very dangerous. Here's why it would become dangerous. Because they are public figures, right, because they are in the limelight, because they are influencers, okay, it makes it a bit more dangerous in the sense of, again, we have another uh, high-profile celebrity couple was um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, their daughter, their biological child, dresses like a boy. She looks like she wears her hair like a boy. She she is considering gender reassignment, right? They're supporting it. But have you heard about it? No. Are they a boy? Right. No. It is something that is private to them. They did not make their child a public spectacle and display of what yes. their choices are. So now it becomes okay. a question how two different people, and I'm not going to pull out any race cards, but let's look at it, two different celebrity couples, both in their right, high profile, right, two different sides of the spectrum, same situation, children close in age, very close in age. One we hear about, one we didn't know about. You had to dig a little to get a hold of that information. So I think it's dangerous in the sense that who it's being who it is being shown to, especially when you have other celebrities like uh, Charlize Theron, who is, um, she is a white African, or African, I think that's what they call, she calls herself. She's from Africa. She is a white celebrity, high-profile actress. She adopted a black little boy who she dresses or says he, he says he feels like a little girl, and she, she dresses him in girls' clothing. So then you have other it starts to look like it's always leaning toward a certain group of people that this is being portrayed or, or pushed upon. So it starts to beg a question of an agenda. Now, um, I'm not going to go too far down that rabbit hole, but it becomes, like I said, it becomes this dangerous situation. If all of who I'm seeing this um, gender reassignment and transitioning into another sex is being pushed on, Black little boy, I have a. I would have a problem with with that. If that's what what it is looking, um, if that is what it is looking to to be, right? However, right. I have a problem with any, no matter what the race or color of of any child who states that they are looking to change their gender, and then their parents are so gung ho and without question, without just going to oh, go ahead and. Let's support it, right? And let's go start getting them on hormone therapy. Let them start taking, if you're a boy, like, give them some estrogen. If you're a girl, give them some testosterone. Like, why are we so quick to jump on that? But if your 12-year-old says, hey, I'd like to drive a motorcycle, you have a problem with them doing that. Hey, I would, why would you have a problem with them riding a motorcycle at 12 years old, 11 years old, 8 years old? Why would you have a problem with them driving a car at that age, right? Okay, we can say because it's not legal. But let's say they, they lowered. Would you trust, would you get in a, a car with your 8-year-old driving you anywhere? 
I wouldn't, for one. Why? Because they could kill me. I, what are we talking about? So, again, <laughs> just because a child state would like to have that done, I don't, I don't believe that we should start the process. I say if you want to support your children, by all means, all the time. Support your kids if that's the way that they're, they're saying they want to go. But don't support your kids behind things that are what you might, what could be considered something so serious as to change their whole genetic and physical makeup. Um, I think that that's the problem. I think that's where it becomes a problem, a bigger problem, is when we're so quick to want to jump on board with such a serious topic or something that could be life-altering, life-changing for such a young age. And I'm not saying, again, that D-Wade and Gabrielle Union is going to go and get surgery on their children, right, or their child. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it becomes dangerous when you're introducing such a thing with a child that is 12 and you're saying that you're going to be their mouthpiece and their spokesperson. It's, it's almost like you're trying to justify the fact that your child is is gay and, or, and you have to feel like you have to justify it so much. Love your kids. Love who they are. Embrace them for who they are. If your son is saying he's gay, he likes to, he likes to be called or identified as that, not a problem. By all means, that's no business. It's your kid. I don't have to do anything for your child to help in the raising of your child. But you don't want to make it where you're creating, you're creating um, this public display that could potentially cause harm in the long run to the masses of, of people who might be be confused or have kids who are experiencing some things and then you're using them as kind of like you're using yourself as the public the public spectacle. I think that, that right there should be a bit more private. I don't think especially if you're not going to be responsible enough. Um especially if you're not going to be responsible enough to at least say, Hey, my child stated that they wanted to do that and we had a long talk. We had a conversation. Not that I just jumped straight on board and I'm going to go along. I feel like that's irresponsible. I think it's, it's irresponsible because you would, you would want to know why your kids did whatever they did or wanted to do at, at 10 and 12. I would hope, right? That would be something I would hope. Well, we do well, have well I think they – okay. Go ahead. I just, no, I was just going to say I think they just support their child. I think what you – I don't really agree completely with what you're saying because it seems because once you say you agree with them or you support them is that you're supporting the actual transition. I think giving time, you can support them because right there it's a mental it's a mental uh, thing first just to ponder these things for a little while, but being supportive so their thoughts are not um, – convoluted or or kind of you know put um put a, a kind of halt on what this person this child is thinking or is comfortable with because you don't never want to have them hesitate or not openly discuss these things with you so i think what you're saying is because within the support or what i'm taking from it is that you're saying that they're they're being supportive this way is making it look like they're going forward with this, but that's not necessarily true. They're allowing this child to, oh, well, I mean, well, you said they're making a public spectacle. I don't, I don't really agree with that because I think, I think just being, showing people 
especially people of color, um, that you can openly discuss these things is progress. So for me, to say it is a public spectacle, we all already know that cultures are approach homosexuality, uh, transgender, and everything differently. That's a fact. So for them to take their position and being two two minorities, two African American successful individuals to take their child and allow them to go forward with their thoughts and use this as a platform for discussion in a positive way, I don't really think that's a spectacle at all. But we can go to the call. Not that it 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 is a spectacle because again, you don't hear no listen. I'm not saying that they can't go and be publicly uh, proud of their child. I'm not saying that. However, if you're going to call yourself now, let's go and, and join the the spokespeople. Let's be the spokesperson. Let's let's use this as a platform. You can be the leader. You can be the bo- the leader of what? You're talking about the leader of um, a, a movement of what? Look at the age. Look at the age that you're saying this child is going to be a leader. A leader of what? Other children in your age bracket making the decision to be called something that something else? What are you saying? Or saying they want gender reassignment? What are you saying that they are the leader of? Because here's the thing. We throw these things around like it's a whim. If your child says, hey, mom, dad, I'm getting feelings that I would like, um, I'm really getting a high off of picking butterflies' wings off that I'd like to be, uh, you know, I like to kill little animals in the woods. Now, those we know are signs of what? A child who's potentially a psycho, correct? And I'm not trying to equate the two, but I need you guys to understand what I'm saying. When children, like if children felt free enough to come to their parents and say, hey, I feel kind of like I'm having this strong desire in me to do such a thing, right? Now, you have these kids, what I as a parent say, because now you hear something that's that's serious, that's something that's an internal thing that they're saying they feel, correct? So now I'm going to take that yeah. information, and I'm going to then say, I support you. Let, let's go out here, and you'll be the leader, and, and the children being able to come out and say that these are the feelings that they are having. No, you would want to sit. My point is the responsibility of a parent is to then sit your child down, ask some questions, dig a little deeper, are you saying that it is that you are gay? Not a problem. Okay, what makes you believe that you are gay? What makes you feel this way? What is it? You're saying you would like to be identified as a girl? No problem. What is it? What is it? Before you go, my point is having these talks and these discussions, before you go saying, I'm going to just let you be a leader, let's go parade you, my child, around, because you know what? It was one of the comedians. Uh, now his name escaped me. There was a comedian. They kind of really bashed. Because there was a picture of Zaya, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, and their, their little daughter. And Zaya was wearing a mid uh, a cutoff shirt, stomach is out, acrylic nails at 12 years old. And the comedian said, basically, forget the fact that he wants to transition, forget the fact that he wants to do whatever. Why would I, if this were my actual born, uh, born assigned female child, would allow her to walk around with a mid-shirt on with her stomach belly showing and, and fake nails. I wouldn't do it for a 12-year-old. So why? That's, that's where it becomes murky water. That is where it starts to become murky water. Because you're, you're parading this, you're saying they're going to be the spokesperson, 
person, you're allowed, because we're talking about how a person sees and identifies them and their sexuality and who they are, they're saying that they're gay and things like that, they're attracted to the, uh, the same sex, no problem. But we are, in fact, talking about how they will relate to the world in a sexual manner. Why are these topics of conversation that we're having with the world on a world platform for children? That is where I'm coming from. We do have a caller, and I do want to Mm -hmm. um, invite them on. Um, It is 443. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi, Cassandra. I know. Cassandra. How are you, Cassandra? I'm good. I love it. Hi, Mr. Santiago. I was going to say, what are your thoughts so far? Just a reassignment. Woo! Yeah, it's a good one. So many, many, many things. It's a great topic. I, I first want to say that I really love um, <clears throat> that she made the clarification um, about the ways with Zaya, which is who their child prefers their name to be, her name to be, Zaya. So um, in that case, <laughs> so many things. I made, like made a list of things. So let me just start with this. There are several steps involved with gender reassignment. One mm-hmm. of the first things that I think we have to understand that I don't think has been um, clarified here is that when someone gender identity and sexuality are not the same thing. So right. someone being gay or heterosexual or bisexual has nothing to do with how they feel inside in relation to their genitals. Gender identity is about how you feel inside in comparison to your genitals. Okay? So mm-hmm. Zaya Okay. Right. Dwayne Wade has said this many times. Zaya from the age of three has identified differently inside of herself in comparison to her genitals. Mm. So this wasn't something that they just jumped on board with yesterday. This is something that right. for the last nine years, and he said this, um, his child has been telling him. And so they've been doing the research, they've been supporting, and Zaya has actually been leading the way in them understanding what was happening with her. Mm-hmm. So right. then that brings me to my next point. Celebrity is public. So if you are honoring your child as public images, at some point, you have to make a public statement about it. Because if you are allowing your child to align how they feel inside with mm-hmm. how their out external is uh, displayed, at some point that can become a spectacle if you don't say anything. And to that point, John, who was formerly Shiloh, Shiloh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's child, mm-hmm. she was formerly Shiloh. She is now John as of 2019 or 2020 when she turned 13. Um, she came out and identified as male. And so they honor mm-hmm. that. They, and they've allowed her to wear short hair and suits on the red carpet mm-hmm. for years since she was 11. 
okay? So they may not have gone on Ellen the same not. thing, but they did honor mm-hmm. their child. And, when and I'm not saying that they can't honor. Right. Okay. I don't and, okay. the honoring your child. That is not the dispute for me. Okay. For me is when it becomes, for example, they honored it. Did they go out and make their child a spokesperson for it? Absolutely not. They didn't make because it was almost a spokesperson for it. Well, they, I don't know. Dwayne Wade did honor. I've heard Dwayne Wade want to make make her this kind of a spokesperson for it. They're not making her the spokesperson. What they stated was, they, they said when Zaya came home and said, "Hey, I want to talk to you guys. I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. I want to be referenced as she and her. I would love for you guys to call me Zaya." Okay. They reached out to. Pose, actually, because that is a community of transgender people of color, and they tried to get as much information they could to help with this process that Zaya was leading them into. And so as they were learning these things, Zaya was on board with all of it. She's been on her Instagram, and, you know, she was already doing these things. And so he looked at her, and this is him saying it, I looked at her and said, you are a leader. It's our opportunity to allow you to be a voice. So they aren't making her a spokesperson. She was already in a position because they are public authority. Oh, and I I was going to speak to that, too. I do recognize the danger in it. And as people of color, I especially recognize that. And the reason I say that is because emasculation has been a part of our makeup in this country, especially black people and black men. They live a life of emasculation just under the the form of racism that we deal with in this country. Black men are not allowed to um, exert themselves as men in the ways that other genders of men are allowed to do, other races of men are allowed to do. And so this emasculation thing hits very close to home for us. But I really want us to think about separating the stigma of the emasculation of racism from the free will choice of a child to speak up about feeling different inside to what their genitals are telling them. The two are not the same. And I think the only political agenda really here is for acceptance. Because when that doesn't happen, a lot of what happens is there are mental health studies done. The mental health issue isn't that the gender issue. It turns out that it's the lack of acceptance. Homelessness is 120% higher in transgender kids. Uh, Suicide ideation, depression are all increased in transgender children. Kids who know right. from an early age. And if we don't deal with that, we are going to continue to increase in that way because they already deal with racism. And then on top right. of that, they now cannot, they, they don't get any acceptance anywhere for how anywhere they else. feel inside. Right? Right. And, so and that's I understand the that. Agenda, just, in my opinion. Oh, I, I, I want to, I'm going to speak to that afterwards, but I appreciate you. We actually have a few more callers. So I would like okay, to can I say one, one, one more thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have one last thing to say. 
we talk about this being some type of phase when it comes to transgender kids. But how many children do we know when they kiss little girls, when little boys kiss little girls when they're three? And then they go on dates when they're 12. They know their sexual identity. They know their gender identity. And we're okay with that. But then when it comes to a child who actually recognizes their gender identity now, suddenly it becomes, oh, it's this big thing that they have to deal with. The big thing that they have to deal with is the acceptance, and I think we have to look at that. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, Okay, Cassandra, I'm going to answer that. The thing is, what we're talking about... I'll go because I don't want to. Right, I'm going to move her mic, but you can. You All can right, the thing is, is, go ahead. What? Mm-hmm. All right, the, the difference is we're talking about identity, quote unquote, Cassandra's word, identity, different from uh, the the uh, sexuality aspect of it. Okay, when we're talking about and speaking about identities, we're speaking about uh, thoughts. We're speaking about emotions. These emotions are not hardwired, Cassandra. These are elements of our psyche, and they may or may not be factual, okay? However, we can fool ourselves into believing things that are not true by way of delusions, which will very conveniently lead a way that will catapult us into intrusions of fixed false beliefs, which is actually what would define delusions. If I say from Mars or from Mars, you're breaking up, brother. Really of, uh, <laughs> You're I'm breaking sorry? up very bad. Your phone is going in and yeah. out on us. Okay, what we'll do is I'm going to fix this. All right. Well, really quickly, I'm going to put the other caller on. Um, we mm-hmm. have another two six seven. Not well, two six seven nine. Let's read in with them. Hello, caller. Please state your name. Hi, my name is Jay. Uh, <laughs> Say that again. We didn't hear you. I said hi. My name is Jay. All right. So, really quick, I know you've been listening to to some of what we've been saying. Um, give us your thoughts, really quickly. Are uh, where are you? Are you on the fence about this? Is surgery and hormone therapy going too far with preteens? So, I'm trying to. Make- because in the society that we live in now, so sensitive to what she said. So I'm um, nothing against transgender. I don't really agree with kids making a sex change. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's a big step for a kid to do. I feel like it's fine if you want to address if you want to address her as Zaya, for example. If you right. want to call her right. Zaya and, and let her live her truth, that's one thing. But to agree for her to go for, underneath a whole sex change, that's a big step right. as a child. What if she gets grown and she changes her mind? What if she no longer right. feel that way once she's an adult? Because, you know, people change. Right. You grow up and you don't feel the same. That's just like, for example, um, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, she's expressed that she actually wanted to go back to be a Bruce Jenner after right. her sex change. So, and, and, and Caitlyn got her there. sex change done at like an older part, like a, at a, at a grown, as a grown person. So that shows right. as 
her being as old as she is and then feeling like she want to change, how do you feel like someone is 10, 11 going to feel by the time you're 30? How do you know? Right. Right. Because here's the thing that I feel like a lot of us don't really focus in on or they don't we don't think about, right? Because I am, I'm all about a person. I'm the one person who has always said um, that I feel like a lot of depression and mental problems and mental disorders are very much so linked directly to the fact that we're not able to be ourselves. I believe that 100%. So when Cassandra brought up the fact that a lot of us are, um, people are going through depression, people are going through um, thoughts of suicide, I believe a lot of that comes from the fact that we are not allowed to be ourselves. I'm not speaking against a person wanting to have whatever they want to have done to yourself. You can make any choice for your life that you want to. I'm a strong believer that if you're going to do something, do it because you want to be unapologetically yourself at all times. I believe that, right? The problem becomes, though, because right. of the age, and we're going to start pushing um, this whole idea of if a child at whatever age is saying that, hey, I believe I would like to be a girl, for example, or I believe I, I am a boy. I'm not saying that they can't believe or want to be. I'm not saying that you can't support them in whatever choices they want to make. But when we start talking about actual permanent decisions, because that is a permanent decision you're making, if you say that you would like to remove your male genitals, if you do even change your mind, Getting it back, <laughs> it, it's, you can you can literally, it's it's almost impossible. It's not going to be the same genitals that you had previous. You understand what I'm saying? So then you might there's certain things with mutilation and things like that. I heard one one um such gentleman who had the sex change and then got it reversed. Um, he said that you start right. feeling detachment issues, a detachment. Um, because he, you know, he didn't have his his lower region, his member, any longer. Right. Um, so I think because of the age, and I think people are are bringing up the age. It's not that to say that a child can't tell you who they are. I believe you can. I believe they can know that they want to be, and I believe that they can show and display signs of being what they are as early as whatever age, whatever age you I, you see it, you notice it. I'm sure. That can be who they are, okay? I don't disagree with that. I'm saying when it's time to start making permanent decisions, we have mm. to be careful because it is a permanent decision. And if you're going to start the process of having a 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, starting to take hormone therapy, I don't think as right. a, from the parental perspective, and the reason why they start it so early is to catch it before um, you hit puberty. You want to be prepubescent while taking uh, before you start that. So you know, because once a person, a child hits puberty, then their body starts to shift and change. So if you can catch it before that, um, is why they generally want to start getting you on hormone therapy. Um, Deja, I want to appreciate you for calling for calling in. Yes, yes. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I want to we further have another state that before you oh, do okay. that. I want to further state that I agree with what Deja's talking about. Uh, far too often, we don't talk about the people that suffer greatly for having the surgery and the ch and, and the change uh, in those lives that are actually now ruined. 
And a lot of these people uh, were considered old enough to make such decisions for themselves. Um, I mean, can you imagine the replications that this would actually have for a child? Okay. And with that being said, what I was speaking about, too, right. to answer uh, Cassandra's question is, the reason is is because it's been proven already, okay, when we're talking and speaking about identities. We are speaking about elements that are not hardwired, okay? We're speaking about thoughts and emotions. These are not hardwired. These are, you know, different uh, uh, parts of our psyche, you know, different elements of us that are not necessarily uh, factual. We have the ability to fool ourselves into believing that things are, are true and, you know, come up with these delusions, which, you know, uh, appear to be very convenient in, in that we could believe the intrusions of what I call fixed false beliefs. This term is, is in psychology. This is real. There are fixed false beliefs, uh, which is actually what would define such a delusion. So as I was stating before, if I go ahead and I think that I'm, you know, the Prince of Atlantis, Obviously, that's not true, but in my feelings, I believe that that's to be true. In my feelings, I absolve that, you know, I want to be known as this person, but I'm clearly not that person. Then that becomes a delusion, okay? It's not based on fact, reality, or anything scientific that proves otherwise. If I say that I'm a woman, but yet I have all of the equipment that precludes otherwise, suggests, which suggests very evidently that I'm not that. So are we, are we not, are, you know, talking about another problem within the cross trenches of delusions, which is no different than a person on a street corner suggesting to us, you know, that they are, you know, uh, something that they're not. They're, they're probably some, you know, superstar somewhere, you know. The case of transgender to me appears no different than that. It's a person that has a delusion. Uh, you could say that it's their feelings. Sure, we could say it's scientific. There might be this chromosome is uh, mixed with that chromosome. Sure. So there's something that that uh, causes the delusion. I get it. I don't have a problem with that. But when we're talking about this thing of gender identity, well, I'm going to be honest with you, Cassandra. I had a cat uh, that uh, had a, an identity problem. Should I then go ahead and take that cat and, and, and go affix it to being a different gender? Because that cat was clearly gay. Mm. What would be the a answer? Gay cat? Like you, 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 you see, right? A gay cat, or uh, or maybe I thought my cat was administered. Maybe the cat wasn't gay. Maybe I thought so. So therefore, do I have the right to go ahead and mutilate the cat's body part and now change it into something that it was not assigned at birth? How far are we going to take this before it just gets so far out of hand that there will be no recompense, you know, coming back? From, right. You know, it right. doesn't make any really sense to me. So that's my answer. Okay. Right. And, I, and I hear exactly what that's you're it. saying. I want to allow – we have another caller really quickly. Yes, um, please. Starting with 8565. Okay. Hello, caller. Hello. 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 Please state Hello. your name. I am Tara Mason. All right. Ah, Tara Mason, how are you? All hey. right. So what would you have? Do you have something to add to the conversation tonight? Or did you want to leave a shout-out or, or a comment? Well, first of all, I wanted to say happy birthday to the beloved. I know his birthday is in a couple of days. 
Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Hey, baby. Um, that's my, ba- that's my baby cousin, by the way. Hey, baby. Right. What's up? <laughs> So, so in regards to the conversation mm-hmm. about um, my thoughts on it, I generally feel that if like if his son wants to make this change, then he should make this change, even if it's something that he's going to regret, because eventually he's going to have to have the ability to like. With these consequences, like he has to learn for himself throughout life. And I feel like okay. even though his parents are, you know, they're allowing him to do all these changes and stuff, and it, these are big, expensive changes as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can come in with this, like come into play with this. It can cause him like constant online bullying, peer pressure. That's reversible. It could um, lead him to live with severe threats as a younger individual. It creates a lot of drama around his main choice of gender change. And, you know, with this idea of gender nonconformity, I feel like it's teaching him how not to be himself in a way. So generally I feel that it's okay for, like, now, but in late – but like later in life, I feel that it's definitely something he's going to regret. But you know, just a life lesson—that's something that he needs to know. So eventually, he's going to be taught with many lessons based on this idea that he's making. And I feel that um, pretty much, you know, these lessons will teach him many things about his certain choice that was made, and it will, you know, it will make him feel compelled to the idea of how. Since he wants to change his sexuality, then yes, of course, go do it. You know, I feel that he's becoming aware of the notion that he has to deal with all this stuff. Well, what if what if uh, what if if he or uh, what if she does not regret it? Then you said in the future she might regret it. Yeah. You, you're already you're already expecting that uh, this young lady, who was previously a man, that will regret that decision. Why do you think that? I generally think that because number one, he's twelve, and since I'm a since I'm a future psychologist and I'm studying psychology in school, and okay. since many people under the age of around thirteen, which is young adolescence, I. Like, I'm more um, compelled to thinking that he's not fully mature yet. Like, his brain isn't fully mature as of right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the thoughts that he's making, they're not, like, well, at this stage, he's generally feeling, like, certain choices. But later in life, his mental shift is definitely going to change constantly. And that's what makes him probably going to regret it. And I definitely am sticking with that. He's definitely going to regret this choice. All right. Cool. Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you for calling. I definitely appreciate yes, your yes. opinion. We have Thank another you. caller I'd like to get on. Let them on really quickly. A lot of callers. Eight five zero four. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Eight five zero four. 
All right. So I think All you're right. more listening. <laughs> oh, we'll come back to that. Okay. So really quickly, there are a few things that um, – a few things that I would like to bring up because I'm getting some comments um, mm. about the – the seemingly the, the seeming comparison of the child possibly being a psycho being compared to a transgendered. I did make mention though with my um I don't think it was a comparison, but I did make mention that I'm not comparing the two. What I'm saying is that kids at any point, right? If at any point any child was to bring any type of what they are feeling to their parents. One, they should feel comfortable enough to do so. I am a person who believes that we should be comfortable to do so. Um, And I believe in a lot of cases being free and open um, alleviates a lot of even um, the idea or notion of doing certain things because we're able to speak our truth. We're able to to speak freely, right, and be ourselves freely. Um, The problem for me is this. And bringing up the child who says that they have feelings of wanting to hurt someone or something or an animal or whatever is the point in bringing that up is that the responsibility then falls on the parent to understand the why, the why of those feelings, right? And not to say, for example, I'm going to allow you to be I'm not going to make you the poster child or I'm not going to make you the, you know, I'm not going to publicly display, hey, he has these feelings. He has this feeling. I'm going to want first the parent. The responsibility of the parent is to want to know, understand their children. I'm the first person, again, who says that we should love our kids, love them. I don't think it's anything wrong with D. Wade, Gabrielle Union, and his mother. But I have read some articles where the, the Zaya's biological mother is not, in a, is not able to speak. They put a gag order out on her for, so she can't speak publicly about her dismay over the decision. But his stepmother, which is Gabrielle Union, can publicly speak about it. That's a little curious behavior that starts to look like an agenda being pulled. Um, I don't like such things, and the reason I don't like it is because it, it – it produces a notion that they are trying to create. They're trying to create. Um, they're trying to make this this huge thing, where black boys are. All of a sudden, if you notice, like I said, you have celebrities with black little boys who are dressing up like girls. You have it already in the media, in the spotlight, where there are rappers dressing up like women. You have it in the it, – it's starting to look like it's being pushed upon us. Not to say that there are not people who are going through these changes, right? I'm not saying yes. that. What I am saying, right. though, is that we have to mm-hmm. be careful because we notice that there is an agenda being pushed upon the black man. There is an agenda. And they're coming for him heavy and hard. So now... And therefore... For, uh, for, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Finish that. 
so so now that we have this is now political year because remember I'm all about I always say some some very interesting trends start to pop up and populate every four years. I agree. Um, and now this appears to be a new thing that they're going to start talking heavily about using public figures who just mm-hmm. so happen to look like, you know, melanated folks. And then okay. they're going to push this this particular topic around election time. around. So all of it, to me, becomes this thing where I feel like we do have a certain responsibility as public figures. I do think that they should freely love their, their child. And, and some people yes. state it that, you know, they are public figures. Mm-hmm. Cassandra mentioned they are public figures. Yeah. So being public figures mm-hmm. is going to get out, so it's better to get ahead of it. True. I agree. Mm-hmm. However, okay. again, their counterparts, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they just let it be. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They just let it be. Their child just was. They accepted it, they loved them, and their child just was. Why is it not the same for D-Wade and Gabrielle Union? Why is it not the same? Well, here's the thing. What mm-hmm. I'm learning is that, and I want you and Santiago to, to know this and take me seriously, I, right. I, I realize that I have an identity crisis. I've just learned this about myself. I have an identity okay. crisis. I've been keeping it from you, but I'm letting you both know. I have an identity well, crisis. Well, I already knew your identity was, you were no, you did. crazy. Okay. But go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, here's the too. thing. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> so you guys know that, really, I'm a white man, and I need to be treated yes. as such. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank you. Okay. As well as no I will problem. no longer tolerate being called an N-word. Okay. You guys can't, you can around the office, you can't call me the N-word. Um, I will only be addressed as dude. I want the advantages and all of the benefits and privileges of being white, which includes, <laughs> which includes and is not limited to the privilege of attending segregated schools for children, okay, the privilege of being uh, favored by school authorities, the privilege of having amicable relationships with the police. I want the privilege of my children to be able to find books that overwhelmingly represent their race in a positive light. I will only be looked at as having blonde, stringy hair instead of thick, curly hair. My eyes are instead of brown, they're going to be baby blue, okay? And uh, my skin, instead of being gorgeously pigmented, it is now going to be uh, uh, gorgeously slightly unpigmented. And uh, I will be referred to as my race. If you don't refer to me as my race, which is Caucasoid, uh, I, I, and call me Eurocentric. That is going to be, you know, uh, that's not politically correct. We can't have that. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do because now I identify as that, mm-hmm. and if you go against that, that's highly disrespectful. And and in right. fact, it's so disrespectful that you should be actually reprimanded or condemned in some way. In fact, you should be checked about it. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at with this. I am now identifying as a white man. And who are you to okay. tell me? No, 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 it's not okay. Because I want to know who are you, Santiago, to tell me that I'm otherwise. Who are you to tell well, me that I mean, I'm not a black man? All right, I'm not, but you gotta, you can make those changes as well. You can make, you can get those surgeries, and mm-hmm. change your skin, change your eyes, and do all those things as well. You have that choice. You are yeah, able to Santiago, do that in I this world today. I'm telling you that I am a white man. I'm inside this body. You already but, uh, are. Well, mm-hmm. because I, you remember, this is my identity. This is what I That's feel. Not a good so, though my outside body has not 
it doesn't right. you know show elements of this yet or evidence of this. Guess what? That's what I am inside here. Who are you to tell me different than otherwise? You address me yeah, as a coffinoid. Don't you call me a Negro? <laughs> Listen, but you you're, you you can't really draw that as a parallel because this individual wants to make the changes to become a a woman. So if you decide to go ahead and make those changes, as um. The last caller really, you know, I agree with was the fact that you have that choice. You can make that those changes and be whatever you want to be. I, I'm not against that. Um, as far as what the some somewhat maybe the narrative is, is that the fact that individuals get to uh, preteens or whatever age they are is to make those changes. I think is what a lot of people have an issue with like Cassandra had said, is about acceptance. And I think things are changing. Some of these things are what people have been feeling forever. However, it's coming out. It's in the open. People are discussing this. And also there's a divide in the way people approach these things based on the race, based on communities, based on cultures, because we know it is the difference. Because you even showed it, uh, KC showed the, the difference between a famous white couple as opposed to a famous black couple who has a child that's going through the same thing. And the way they deal with it and the way they approach the situation. Um, I, I, You know, some of the thoughts that ran across my head was, you know, when you're thinking about it, is there should there be some type of legislation to make uh, these choices, to, to make these changes to your body? Uh, should there be an age where they where they can make these changes? You know, um, are people saying that, you know, you know, if this person has the means, even at 12 or 13 years old, should they be stopped from doing it because of what they may feel in the future? I don't think that's that's right to limit a person that's capable of doing this to change, to, to not be able to do this, to change their mind or, or try to control their thoughts. They're able to do this. If they're able to and they want to change, I think they should be allowed to. As far as what age and all that, I'm a little conflicted about that because, like I said, everybody's not in the same situation, obviously, to make those decisions or make those changes. Um, I think the acceptance is important, and I think that's I what think they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. No, I think it's important change. that the family supports the child and does not mm-hmm. alienate the child or make the confuse the child anymore. Because there was a couple mm-hmm. other shows we talked about. Uh, we talked about. Um, Gender, revela- uh, gender reveal parties and things of that sort, yeah. which I was totally against because I think a child should be able to make that decision for themselves of what they want to be or who they are without someone forcing it down their throat. So I agree with that. And then there's also a topic we discussed, which was the topic of consent, age of consent, because someone brings up the topic of sex, and it's clearly not a sex thing. It's a person that feels that there's something not that they want to be sexually involved with the other other or, or, or something different than what they are or, or the same sex that they are. It's not even about that. It's about this person feeling there's something that they're not. That they're they're you know, it's not some it's not a feeling between their legs. It's just they feel that, you know, they want to that they're they identify with, with the opposite sex more. As in this case was the case with their their son, at a very early age, feeling this way. It wasn't about sex. So there's a couple of different things that I think that, you know, people 
have to wrap their mind around and really discuss. So I think the acceptance part was really important. But me overall, my thought is and my feeling is is that they should be allowed, anyone should be allowed to make the decision that they want to make as far as making the, that transition part. I, I don't know. That's that's a little difficult for me because a person uh, like um, um, Beloved's uh, baby sister said was that they can't make these decisions at this age. So maybe or, or maybe not developed enough mentally to make these decisions or make a sound decision, but if they feel there's something and they're transitioning into that, maybe not go to the full transitional part until they're a little bit older could be the could be one of the things that can be changed or or controlled if 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 uh if that's possible in some way without violating someone's rights. Where I disagree with you, Santiago, is when you say force mm-hmm. down your throat. Okay, the thing is, nobody's forcing anything down anybody's throat. If my daughter is born a woman, uh, born a female, uh, it's, it's obvious. It's it's inexorable, you know, it, that she's that's what she is because she she has all of the characteristics that embody that. So that's what I'm going to call her. It's not being forced down her throat. Uh, this, regardless if she has any other delusions or identity crisis down the line, this is still what I know her to be. There's nothing being forced. Now, if she chooses to make uh, any uh, decisions about this further on in her life, 18 and over, then so be it. I'll, I'll be against it, but I won't be against her. And I think that's where we're drawing the confusion. Where A lot of people think that just because people oppose that lifestyle, they're opposing the people themselves. I don't oppose those people. I do identify and acknowledge that there is a problem there in the handling of this situation because I think it's just being uh, a little bit more convoluted for some political gain. I don't believe that this is in favor or in the interest, the best interest of the people that are even replicating it, the people that are standing behind it, LGBTQ+. I don't think it's in their best interest. I think it's something that goes against the grain, just like I don't think that Me Too is in the best interest of uh, women, especially black women. I don't think that the feminist movement is in the interest of black women. But a lot of them will haphazardly follow this movement without any second thought because it claims to want to do something for all, quote, unquote, women. And it just, it, it's not, that's not what it is. That's why you have so many different sectors of the movement. That's why you have some people, some women that are women of color, want to call themselves intersectionalists to divide themselves from that movement to become another movement, just like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, you know, I've talked about this before. It's nonsensical. I would never follow a cult like Black Lives Matter. It doesn't make sense. I don't need a movement like that. It's not even in favor of people of color, much less black people. It doesn't make sense. So I just feel that this is just another neo-political uh, strategy agenda to cause further divide. They're claiming to want to go ahead and get rid of this division. They're claiming to want to go ahead and uh, cause harmony and understanding. Okay. Well, I can understand you. doesn't mean I'm still going to go ahead and align myself with you and agree with that. I'll align myself with you within the, uh, uh, the, 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 along the level that you're a human being, I'm a human being, and that uh, you might be uh, of the same denomination as me and that uh, we can agree and we can disagree. 
it doesn't mean that I have to go ahead and follow your, just like they don't have to follow my cause. It doesn't have to be that way. We can just disagree harmoniously. And, I, and that's what this is about for me. I don't see anything being forced. I mean, look at this. You also have a new thing that's happening where people are gender fluid, where they can choose and go and be, you know, spiral in between genders. I'm a woman now. Oh, but I don't feel like being a woman. Then be a man. Uh, nah, I think I'll just be both. I don't know. I'm not going to be either. Come on. You know, I mean, I mean it just after a while it gets full. Like, I, I don't even need to know all that information. Do what you want to do. It's fine. Uh, Gabrielle right. Union and uh, and her husband and her, you know, uh, you know, blessings to them and their decision making. I personally would have handled that a lot different. I would have wanted to make sure and certain before I go to atone for any, uh, you know, uh, going to see the doctor or the hospital and start making surgical procedures uh, and start configuring. I want to get more into the child's mind. And understand, get, give them a better understanding, uh, so we can know for a fact that okay, this is because Cassandra stated that this child had been going through this for nine years. So wait, for nine years, the child was three. Right. What are we talking about? It's still confused. You're not a fully. Your mind hasn't. Her mind is not matured yet. So much less at three, and then going into nine years after being three, it doesn't make sense. I need your mind to be so mature a, a to understand three, more about life. Go ahead. I'm sorry. A child at three can have or display idiosyncrasies of being, if it's a boy, being a girl? Is that what you're saying? No, that's what Cassandra said. What are you talking about? No, that's what I'm saying. You're saying that can't be possible? I'm not. Well, I'm not saying. I thought. You, okay. Your question is, am I saying that it I'm can't asking. be possible or can't? No, I'm asking you if it can't be possible that that child at yes, three was showing a boy. Yes, I was playing okay. with – uh, when I was a young boy, my cousin used to come over, and I used to play with her dolls with her. Why? Because there was nothing else around there, around her house right. for me to play with. Okay? So, yeah, doesn't mean that I'm gay. doesn't mean I was wanted to be a girl. It just means that I was a kid, and I didn't understand those things. I knew there were toys there, and I played with those toys with my cousin. She was a girl. She obviously had the girl toys that were there, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, of course they can. Oh, okay. But the okay. point is, you, say you don't use that. You don't use that to 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 build a bridge and say, okay, wait, they're displaying behaviors of this. They might want to traverse into that world. You know, I'm not going to do that. That would be a no, no, no. It was, it was it was years. I mean, they said since three, and it continued yeah. on. And not that yeah. they did anything. They made any decisions or any made any moves for that uh, okay. boy to transition into a woman. All she said okay. they were this 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 child as a boy was dealing with these yeah. things or certain things that appeared that that child yeah. that boy was more yeah. identifying with a girl. So since and I'm three, okay and I'm okay. But, uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what she said. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't yeah, know I don't, if she. I don't have a problem she, with that. While she's listening, is she saying that I agree? Yeah, they, that's all they said, and I think um, I didn't hear the whole story of, but I believe that that's what she said because it looked like she was she listened to the complete story was that that boy child was uh, displaying these uh, idiosyncrasies since the age of three. So it's been nine years because the child is 12 now. So it it wasn't a new revelation to the parents of the child's way of being 
or and I don't I have a stalk. problem with any of that, Santiago. Right, right. That's what I want you to understand. Okay. I don't have a problem no, no, with no, any no, of that. No, 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 no. I, because I, I if, just misunderstood you, that's all. Okay. Yeah, because if that Casey. was my child, I would go ahead and I would atone to it in that manner of wanting to understand, wanting to figure out. But I'm not just right. going to start leaning in towards just that, you know, that community and just say, okay, this is what it is. I want to figure some things out, offer some other options, and see but it appears what is that really it appear- Yeah, but it appears that's what they were doing because they, of course, have been in the child's life since the child was born. So they're not – this okay. is a decision at nine years later. So we're not talking about what people are, 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 are I think, are misunderstanding is that they're acting like came out the clear blue, and all of a sudden they say, oh, yeah, we support you all. We're going to make these changes. No. No, they've been no, no, with no. this child the since point the I'm age, driving I mean, is since I birth. Get all of that. Right. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. all of that. That's not the point I'm driving home is that at the end, when you're saying now you condone uh, the act of doing that for the child and taking that – into consideration as far as the surgery is concerned. That is right. the only point where I have to draw the line. Everything else, sure, they might have – I don't even know much about – because I'm not really – I don't care really about much about, you know, Gabrielle and, and uh, Dwayne Wade. That's their life. That's their child. They're, you know, that affects them. It doesn't affect me. However, I'm looking at it as if that were my child. I wouldn't go straight for the knife even after having spent nine. I don't care. I don't give a damn. It could be 12 years. It could be 13 years. I'm not going right, to go and advocate think, the knife part of it. No, no, know, no, no. But I think it's important. Part. I think it's important, the journey, because if this child or at 12 years old, and they had no idea or no clue that this child at, at at 12 years old was even leaning that way or had those idiosyncrasies or movements or whatever. Because, I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say I'm an expert or understand it completely. But all of a sudden that came out of nowhere to those parents, then, of yeah. course, they have to, I would think it would be in their best interest, and I think everybody's best interest, to okay start this discussion and understanding this, but there's definitely no way that they should be even discussing any changes to that that boy boy's body transitioning to a girl no time soon. However, in their case, they have been dealing with this this child since three who has been showing these signs or being or, or of being this way right, as right. men for the last mm-hmm. nine years, so it's a different thing. I you think that's important to also understand. In my opinion, that child can show can show from three years old up to eighteen years old. I love you, and I'm I'm glad that you have identified yourself as whatever you identify as. But I'm not paying for that right. until you're of an age that that we now know. You now know for one hundred percent certain why. That's the point. Because that I'm making. my ex- well, you ain't got to pay. For, you don't have to pay for anything for anybody. I mean, of course, at eighteen, that they're grown now too. So well, you don't ever mm-hmm. have to pay for. You don't have to buy your kid a car. You don't have to buy your kids clothes. You don't have to do anything. Right. So I mean, but right. that that's not the. But what I'm saying is that gonna, that child has decided to do that. I've had I've right. watched well, the documentary. I think where a young I man. Hold saying, on. A young man decided that right. he wanted to, he felt like a girl. He believed himself to be a girl. He mm-hmm. requested of his mother that he wanted to start gender um, hormones. Um, 
puberty blockers. Okay. Who's going to give it to him? He, well, his mother um, allowed it to go through. He was then given, you know, puberty blockers, which then, and he was given um, estrogen, hormones, I, which I then allowed right. his face to to soften. His jawline did not, um, it softened. It didn't go as, you know. Right. He didn't grew have, uh, uh, Right. He, right. He started to develop in the way of a girl in his in that um instance. Mm. And then okay. no longer has the male time, genitalia. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He did not get surgery removed, but but it did stunt his genitals from growing. You know, he didn't hit puberty and he's taking hormones that of a girl. So then what was interesting is that child grew up a little a little older and in the documentary he wanted to stop the hormone therapy. He no longer wanted to go that route, even though he still identified as being gay. He did not want, he did not like what was happening with the transition to his body, and he became angry at his mother for allowing him to do such a thing. Why? Why is that important? What? Holy cow. I feel. Here's the thing. Now, at this point, it's like you don't start taking these things. You start taking estrogen, and now your your penis is no is, is not growing in the way that it would have had you not done this. You now have breasts. He's now walking around self conscious in his body, and he no longer wants what he thought he wanted at eleven and twelve. My point is not to say that you can't love your children and want the best for them, want them to be their true self. But at the same time, you cannot go off of the whim of children. And I do call it a whim. Not that their identity is the whim. No. Them stating that they want to make such a permanent change could possibly be a whim. You have to give them enough time to progress. And if they still want that when they are older, by all means, by all means, I love you. You're my kid. I'm I'm a person who believes you're my kid. By all means, you're mine. I will love my child no matter what they identify as. But I'm not going to engage in such permanent. I'm the person also who thinks when you go and you get tattoos, that's, we, we take that even lightly, right? But imagine getting tattoos all over your face as a, 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 a teenager on your face. Forget your body. But on your face, and then you're now an elderly person walking around with tattoos on your forehead, your cheeks, up under your eye, your it, you have to understand you're making permanent choices for yourself. So I have to then say it's the older you that pays the price. So that is why I say those hormones and surgery and all of the above, it should right, be right. taken a, a lot, thought of a lot more seriously than let's, oh, you think you're a girl? No problem. Let's go get you on the hormone blocker. Let's go get you on the, without giving it some serious thought, allow the ch- child time to progress and grow in that because, again, they might just say, you know what, I still want to be my actual, I like my body, I like who I am in my physical, right? I don't want to make such a permanent change, but I can still be myself and and I can be as, you know, they would like to be as girly as they want to be if they're a boy, fine, by all means, they want to be as masculine as they want to be. But let them make those choices when they are old enough to understand the full consequence of the choice. That's my decision. Um, really quickly, right, right. though, mm-hmm. 
Uh, we have. I'm going to be. We have another caller who wants to come back on, which is two six seven nine. Let's see if they can hear us. Hi, I can hear you. All right, this is Deja again, I believe. Thank you. You had something you wanted to add? I did, because when I was talking earlier, it was I was kind of getting mixed up with my words as well. Like I was forgetting some, so I just wanted to come back on, and I just wanted to say, just like from what you were saying. If you can you honestly say when you were eleven from when you're grown, you felt the same way or wanted to make the same decisions? I just feel like I don't have any kids. Absolutely not. When I, exactly. And when I, I don't have any kids and when I do have kids, I want that open relationship for you to talk to me. I'm gonna accept my child for whoever they wanna be. I just feel like to lay on the table and get a surgery done that's non-reversible, who knows? What if Zaya turns, let's say, 16, 17 and fall fall in love with a woman, whoever, and feel like they want to have kids? Now she didn't do the sex change. That's no longer – that's out the window. They don't have that decision anymore. No longer plausible. Absolutely. I agree Absolutely. Even now, with me being grown, it's some decisions I made at 18 that I that I sit here and I think about. Oh my God, why did I do? Why that? did I do that? So it's right. It, I I just feel that's like my I, if my, yes, that's with me. <laughs> that's with me with tattoos too. But it's like if I just I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just because I feel like that can have a a bigger long term effect on anybody, not just Zaya. It could just have a bigger long-term effect than when it does now because there's no way when when this child is 20-plus years old that they're going to feel the same way that when they did when they were 11. So I'm not saying, oh, um, you can't be who you are. I'm just saying, hold on, let's wait, let's slow down. And when you're older and you when you understand more and know what you want, then we can have that conversation. Because I feel like to a certain extent, extent, people are being hypocrites. You pick and choose what a child can do and what they can speak on. So if you saying a child can decide at 11 that they can have a sex change, then you can't say that a child can't decide something else. You know, if it, people's favorite line is, oh, they're a kid. They shouldn't be able to do that, or they shouldn't be able to do that. But how are you saying that if you're saying, okay, right. to an 11-year-old getting a sex change? This is irreversible. That's what Deja, I, that's let me what ask I'm you something. Yeah. Deja, let me sure. ask you something. Okay. So... I'm going to bring you down a rabbit hole a little bit. How do you how do you feel about this probably being some propagated agenda? Like, because further it was stated that uh, if ever Zaya was ready to take on a more public role and uh, being this alleged voice, that the parents would most undoubtedly support her in her decision. And as Cassandra stated, uh, Dwayne Wade uh, uh, and his wife, Gabrielle Union, are uh, now considering themselves a proud parents of a child within the LGBTQ community in which they consider themselves allies. So uh, they take the roles and responsibility as parents very seriously when their child comes home with questions uh, uh, of various different issues, uh, so they state, right? But now this whole thing is uh, becomes like a persuasion from celebrities, celebrities kind of thing because now they support – uh, what is it they support? I think it's called uh, polls, 
And they also support um, uh, it's another group. I think it's C L E. I think it's well G L E S. Yeah, listen. Okay, which is one is the LGBTQ that uh, is for the rights for uh, thick children uh, that are LGBTQ to get an education, which I'm not opposed to that. Um, and the other one is I think the has to do with them um, uh, going through some kind of induction to be coming, uh, you know, their voice being heard altogether. Why is it that we need to know that they're aligning themselves with LGBTQ plus? Is my thing. I mean, do you see it like going into that kind of rabbit hole where it becomes like a political agenda in some kind of way? Absolutely. I, I really have to agree with you. I feel like it takes. How do I want to put this? I feel like it takes the genuineness. Like it's not genuine anymore. Um, Thank you. All right. I feel like. See me, I'm a private person, so I feel like if it was me, even if I was, just because you're a public figure, don't mean you have mm-hmm. to address everything. There's so many people who are public figures that you don't even know that they have kids. That their Absolutely. private life is really private, and I just feel it's like nobody's business. For, right? It, it, it isn't. It's nobody's business, and I just feel like with her being 11, what if they do change their mind and they look back when they grown and they be like. Hey, why did you let me do that? You just made me a face to everything, and now I feel completely different. Absolutely. So now it's like they're torn. And I just feel like just because them being public figures, they don't owe anybody anything. Just because Dwayne Wade plays basketball and Gabrielle Union is an actress don't mean that they owe anybody an explanation for what they're deciding to do with their child. Everything don't have to be spoke on. That's just like Angela Jolie and Brad Pitt. I've been seeing their daughter, uh, well, their son now, John, Shiloh. I've been noticing that they've been having, she's been dressing as a boy for a long time, but they've never yeah, publicly addressed it. They've not, yeah, they've mm-hmm. never made her face of anything. They never spoke on it. I just feel like certain things don't have to be publicized. And I feel like nowadays a lot of things aren't genuine anymore. It's, it's more so of a profit or like a political move or something. And I'm not saying that that's their case. I just feel like when it comes to kids, a lot more things could be conservative, should be conservative because, you know, the, the world is cruel. Yeah. I feel like now you're opening that child up to a lot of outside opinions and they're Absolutely. old enough to read. And and I just feel like people are cruel. And I, and I just don't agree. With, I'm a private person anyway. I just don't agree with that. I feel like if I had kids, I wouldn't even really post them on social media. So, you know, to each his own, mm-hmm. but I, I just I don't agree with it. I agree with you. Thank you for calling. All right. Well, well, you know what? We appreciate you for calling back in, definitely. Um, We have Mm -hmm. to let one other caller call back in, 8563. Please state your name. My name is Kimmy, and I'm here to say happy birthday to Beloved. My baby. Early birthday. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Appreciate it. Yes, happy early birthday. Look at that. Well, Kimmy, I want to thank you for taking a moment to call into our show. Well, hold on. Before we just dismiss it, let me ask you something. Kimmy, did you hear any of the subject that we talked about? Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> like, do you have something you might want to add to it or no? If not, it's okay. Um. 
I have a little like, something your... to say, I guess. Okay. What would you okay. say about this situation? Well, I feel that it is quite okay if one wants to reinvent or redefine their own sexuality <laughs> as far as being okay. an individual that strongly feels compelled to the same gender. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I myself don't agree with that lifestyle. However, mm-hmm. I do not agree with someone around my own age being able to make a decision they might regret in the future. Being so young especially because mm-hmm. something as important as altering your gender mm-hmm. and okay. there is no such thing as returning back to your natural gen- gender. So, well, yeah, that's what okay. I believe. Well, I definitely well appreciate you for saying Yes, you very you were very eloquent in your speech. Kimmy, I appreciate you. Um, we've already... We've literally run out of time. I didn't even play not a single song, I don't think. Um, I want to say That's really quickly. That's what I'm here for. Okay. It's, it's been fun, right? Um, we never seek to out any hatred or hate speech. I want everybody to know we are all inclusive. I bring topics up and we bring topics up because we want to put things on the table, and we like when people call in to give their perspective. We're never one-sided. I'm personally never sold on my side. I think it's okay to speak my piece but also allow people to come in, and if you have a persuasive argument, you're always free to call in and give it to us. Um, that being said, you can yep. hit the follow button and be notified of any upcoming episodes. You can also stay tuned. We'll be up. Um, again, on Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Really quickly, throwing the mic over to you. Santiago, please say your good evening. Hey, thanks for everybody calling and listening, and have a good night and be safe out there, and peace. Peace. And I'm going to pass the mic to Beloved. Please give your good evening. All right. Good evening, everybody. I think thank you for all the happy birthdays because um, Ms. Blaze obviously forgot it was my birthday, but that's okay. We won't talk about that. Um, yeah. So um, I'm so, I'm so glad to have Santiago back. It makes me realize something. It makes me realize that none of us are greater than the other person. Like Santiago actually has a place here, as do I, as do you, Ms. Blaze. Like. You know, the show is just not the same when one of us is gone. It just ain't the same show. So I appreciate and I recognize the, his importance and significance. So you being gone Thank taught you. me that valuable lesson, brother. And I will awesome. just play us out. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So you can definitely play us out. Thank you for listening, and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.